Hi, this is Patty Scalzo, and along with the Church of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, we welcome you to this edition of Shi'ar Jashub. Today, my husband, author and pastor Greg Scalzo, will be continuing his sermon in the Heavenly Authority series from 1 Corinthians chapter 12 on the gifts, the offices, and the workings. Before we return to the Sunday message, let me remind you about our church website for serious Bible study, where you will find hundreds of radio programs, fascinating and instructive articles, including one on homeschooling, and information about our church and services, and Pastor Greg, including a link to his author webpage with details of his award-winning book, The Nature and Power of Prayer. The church website is shiarjashub.org, and you can find the spelling of Shi'ar Jashub in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 3. When we left off last time, Pastor had read 1 Corinthians 12, verses 4 to 6. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. Here is Pastor Greg Scalzo. The activity that God has for us is not boring. He desires to work in us in a very, very powerful way to every individual. What did we study last time? Male and female, right? Jew and Gentile, young person, old person. On all my people, I will pour out my spirit in those days. He desires to pour out his energy, his dynamite, his force, his power upon his people that we might be endued with power from on high. And he has different activities planned for each of us. And part of the, the challenge of a believer is to find out, first of all, to seek and ask and knock, as we studied last time, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, to find out what office, what place God has for us, and then to yield ourselves to his energy working through us that we might change we might be a force for change for his kingdom in this world. Back to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Different gifts, right? Same spirit. Different ministries, all in the service of the same Lord. And different activities or workings, but the same God Almighty who works them all in all. And then verse 7, but the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. That's 1 Corinthians 12, verse 7. Manifestation. The English word means perceptible, outward or visible expression. The act or process of making evident, uh, readily perceived by the senses. You can see it. Something happens. A miracle happens. Something happens. The power of God is displayed. And Paul gives a reason here. He says, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one. Who is it given to? 
Each one, everyone, not just to the minister, to each one. Everyone, everyone that believes in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ is meant to have the manifestation of the Spirit. For what purpose? The profit of all, the common good, so that the body, the church, can grow and multiply. And that's exactly what happened at the beginning. If they had not been open to the gifts of the Holy Spirit, if they had not been baptized in the Holy Spirit with offices and the workings of God in their lives, there is no way that pagan Roman Greece society would have changed. There's no way that the barbarian nations would have changed. They went out in the power of the Holy Spirit, signs and wonders followed, testifying that what they were speaking was true. They heard about the love of Jesus. They saw manifested with their eyes the love of Jesus, and the world was changed. We would not be here today otherwise. Okay. The manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. God has a plan in each person's life, which includes being endued with power from on high, to the benefit of all. So we've seen over the last few weeks, right, in our study, that the gifts of the Holy Spirit are for the individual, a threefold purpose, right? For our being able to walk the way we have to walk in the Lord, for the unbeliever as a sign to the unbeliever, and for the church, for the church to be built up and edified. Remember back in Ephesians chapter 4, we studied this a few months back, Ephesians chapter 4, and I won't go through the whole thing. Just let's look at verse 11 here, 11 to 13. And he himself... Jesus Christ, gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Verse 12, for the equipping of the saints, the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, so that God's people are prepared for works of service, to give us the tools, equipped us, to give us that which we need to do the job, the believers can do the service, the ministry for God. For the edifying, the building up of the body of Christ. Second reason. Third reason, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. And remember we studied this, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That we can come to the unity of the faith the whole knowledge of the Son of God attaining the goal. That's the goal. The whole measure of the fullness of Christ to become the way we should be, to walk the way we should be, to walk as Jesus walked. That's the goal. So we have here these gifts given to prepare God's people for works of service, to build up the body of Christ, and to bring us to the point that we have the whole knowledge of the Son of God. We know the whole mind of the Son of God to attain to his measure, his fullness, that he says we are no longer tossed about like children, carried by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. We have clear, straightforward teaching as the Lord Jesus Christ gives it to us through his Holy Spirit. Remember Jesus said he will bring all things to your memory. He will Take from what is mine and make it known to you. He is the spirit of truth. He will guide you into all truth. 
And notice when Paul is saying this, not yet at that point, right, until we all come to a unity of faith. Well, he's been dealing with all the divisions, and those divisions go on until today. And there is a point that God promises that Jesus prays, Lord, make them one even as we're one, that as you approach the last days, the Holy Spirit will do a mighty work to purify the bride of Christ, and we will agree in one mind in the Spirit of God. The church is not yet at that point, but that's the purpose of the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the offices and the callings. Look back up above in Ephesians chapter 4. He says, There is one body and one spirit, one body of Christ, one spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, and one baptism, and one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. And then he goes on to say, but to each one of us, to whom? To each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gifts. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. To who? To each one. The gifts, the grace given according to the measure of Christ's gift. One baptism, one faith, one baptism. Now look in Hebrews chapter 6. In Hebrews chapter 6, the writer of the book of Hebrews says, Therefore, in verse 1, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. You should know all that, he's saying. Of the doctrine of baptisms, of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. These are basic foundational things he's saying you should know. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, we shouldn't have to repeat them over and over again. And one of them is the doctrine, the teaching of what? Baptisms, plural. But there is only one baptism. And yet in Hebrews it says the doctrine of baptisms, plural. If you go back to 1 Corinthians and you skip down in chapter 12, we go ahead of ourselves, and you look at verse 12. For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ, speaking about how the church works. For by, verse 13, by one spirit, we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. By one spirit, we were all baptized into one body. And I believe I mentioned this quickly last week after we had finished the sermon as an answer to one question that came up. But when you talk about the baptisms, the doctrine of baptisms, you have clearly what we all know about the baptism in water, that a human being takes us and baptizes us in water onto repentance into Jesus Christ. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, And Peter said to them, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission, forgiveness of sins, and you shall then, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. We go into that water. 
In Romans 6, in Romans chapter 6 and verse 3, or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so also we should walk in the newness of life. They would go into the water and be immersed, baptized, saturated, immersed with the water, and they were associating themselves with the death of Jesus Christ. And they were dying to their old self, even as he died for our sins, we die to the old self, and except being covered, washed in the water of his blood, the blood turned to water that came out of his side, he washes away the sins from the old life, and then we come out of that water, believing on the new life in Jesus Christ, and we come out in the resurrection power of the Lord. That's water baptism, the symbolism of repentance, of needing the sins washed away, of dying to the old self, of rising a new creature in Jesus, of accepting all that he has for us, of being totally saturated in the blood of the Lamb. Then you have the baptism in the Holy Spirit, Pastor Greg Scalzo's new book, The Nature and Power of Prayer, is available from booksellers everywhere. You can find information at www.pastorgregscalzo.com. And please don't forget to visit our church website for serious Bible study at www.shiarjashub.org.